All right, all right, all right. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Mike, you doing all right? Oh, Brad, I am. I am surviving. I am surviving. How are you doing today? Pretty decent, actually. You know, it's it's Wednesday, yeah. so that's a, uh, that's the thing. But uh, you know, we're doing our uh, next audio podcast, or sorry, audio exclusive podcast. So. I, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm I'm on the fence, but, you know, maybe I'll come around. We'll see. And uh, I just realized that I, I might have spoiled the mystery, uh, considering, you know, uh, the audio podcasts are coming out on Thursdays, and, and I just, uh, you know, broke the facade that we're doing this live. So. Yeah, you know. <laughs> But with that, uh, guys, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, hopefully you've already checked out our previous audio exclusive uh, about Star Wars and the uh, Disney-controlled extended universe. Uh, if you have not, please be sure to go back and check that out. But finish this one first, because, you know, uh, we, we'd like you to actually hear this one as well. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, Guys, as always, I'm Brad, that's Mike, we're Dallas Geek, thank you for joining us. Um, Mike, what are we talking about today? <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Well, Brad, we are going to be talking about, um, the, how do we put this? I guess the massive shift in storytelling form that Marvel is undertaking with, uh, I guess we're going to call them the Disney Plus series, right? That yeah. we're going to refer to them as. They're 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 I guess because they haven't really said if there's going to be more than one season for these, so I guess they're limited series is what we should call them or they're maybe we'll we'll, yeah. we'll say the Disney Plus half of Phase 4 for the MCU. There you go. Yeah. So, so um uh, but no, just just how they're kind of Oh, yeah, how they're basically going to well, not going to how they're already kind of starting to basically rewrite the book on long-form storytelling with you know the first one that they're doing which is wandavision and how we'll see that carry over into falcon and the winter soldier um not to mention you're going to have the kamala khan series sorry the miss marvel series uh we're supposed to get a moon knight series we're supposed to get a couple of other series she hulk i think is one of them um which I, I believe. So yeah, just kind of how uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I think that one did officially, officially, unofficially confirm that uh, the lead is going to be uh, was it, uh, Tatiana Mazzolani. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I remember seeing that right. Mazzolani, Tatiana Mazzolani. Yeah. There we go. I, I should know her name uh, at this point since I actually really enjoyed Orphan Black. Um, and yeah. uh, she did a fantastic job on that. Uh, I don't know if you've, you've watched that one yet, Mike. Um, I have not. Yeah, so she, she pulled a, a full Eddie Murphy, but in a good way, uh, where she was playing multiple characters, uh across the series simultaneously uh, and did it insanely well. So well that, in all honesty, there were several times uh, that 
I genuinely forgot that it was just one actress playing like 70% of the roles in the show. It, it, it was yeah. it was very impressive. So, um, yeah, I have her good things about that one. That is one that I got to check out. Um, yep. Oh gosh, you know what? Loki mm. is going to be a series. Completely forgot about that. What if uh, Hawkeye is going to be a series? Uh, Miss Marvel, uh, Moon Knight, and then She Hulk. Uh, don't forget the uh, big announcements that came from the Investors Day. Uh, Secret Invasion, right. Armor well, Wars, Ironheart, and I Am Groot, Heart. and of course, right. the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Which will hopefully be better than Star Wars Holiday Special. I mean, I don't think that's a very high bar to pass, so they should have an easy time with that. Dunno. <laughs> but anyway, guys, um... Before we deep dive into all this, uh, the mandatory shilling uh, here at the sort of top of the show. Um, if this is your first time joining us, uh, please do not forget to check out the rest of our content. Uh, you can get the audio for all of our interviews, live streams, and now these audio exclusives uh, here on... Uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And if you want to be able to check out the videos for our interviews and live shows, you can check those out over on YouTube and Facebook. So please yep. check them out. Like, share, spread the word. We'd love to be able to uh, get more people into the conversation. So, uh, with that, Mike, uh, I don't know about you, but I am friggin' psyched about uh, w the possibilities that these Disney Plus shows are uh, given to the MCU. Yeah, um, you know, obviously we can't, we don't want, well, I mean, we could go into spoiler territory if we wanted to, because it's our fucking show. Sure. Um, but uh, we're not going to because we're not assholes, but holy crap WandaVision uh yeah like I, uh, like this is this is what's so great about doing this long form storytelling the way they are in episodic releases and weekly releases is it once again feels like reading a single issue of a comic in a longer story arc like having yeah. to wait a month to get that next comic to like see what's happening in the story right yeah like like, you know, I mean, it I, was the movies. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I mean, we said uh, back, you know, when we talked about um, Endgame and Infinity War that those two movies looked like, you know, one of the big comic crossover events. You know, it had yep. that aesthetic. It had that feel to it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think you hit, uh, hit it right on uh, with WandaVision so far uh, and the potential that these other shows have that you can now get the experience of the individual issues uh, mm -hmm. with these episodes and because it is a weekly release you can it, it really emphasizes that yeah like it's it's I I feel the joy and excitement again of every Friday knowing that there's a new there's a new episode coming like just like I know every like every three to four Wednesdays there would be a new comic waiting at the comic book store for me, right? 
Like it is, it is so brilliant, especially with the medium that these stories are coming from for them to do it in this format. Cause they could have, they could have Netflixed it. They could have dumped them all yeah. at the same time. And we all could have binged it. And then we I, all I think that would have been, been like, the oh, easy shit. answer. That, that would have been right. the easy answer because that's, to, to stick with what everybody that's, else does. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. But Disney was, you know, Mar Marvel was smart enough to say, no, this is what we're doing. And Disney was smart enough to say, <laughs> Kevin Feige, we're not ever going to fucking question you again. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, no, I, but this, this I, is a I, I think that really good job that they've done. Yeah, no, I, I think that as much as people want to toss in that, you know, weekly releases for Disney Plus, like in general, but especially for something like Marvel, uh, is a massively risky venture considering Netflix made it the norm for streaming to just dump entire seasons all at once and, you know, promote the whole binge culture that is developed around that. Um, and in all honesty, I I disagree uh, massively with this being a risk because th this may be one of the smartest uh, bits of marketing uh, that has come out of sh digital media using traditional media um, methodology in the digital age because i mean we're all yep. used to tv shows coming out on a weekly basis and having to wait um right. and that's nothing new but by going against the grain and using that release schedule for digital uh now means that you know you have an entire season of you know six eight whatever episodes but uh mm -hmm. which now translates to six to eight ish weeks uh that yep you are guaranteed if your show is a hit it's going to be trending on every social media platform uh across that entire uh stretch of time plus however long it lingers after uh which you know is a better chance of that happening if you have that time for it to ruminate and stick with you rather than trying to binge it all at once and then remember you know two three months later what the hell did i watch and I mean, yeah. you and I talked about this last time uh, with Star Wars. Um, you know, it, it's the uh, the issue with um, uh, Stranger Things. It doesn't matter how great a season of Stranger Things is, and how much you know you and I may want to rem remember the minor details, unless we go back and rewatch it multiple times. The chances of us remembering the finer points of the season you know three five ten months later uh compared to something like this it's just it's not as good yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and part of what makes this so great too is that anticipation of waiting to see what's to come next right yeah like it's building that anticipation, it's building that suspense. Like especially, especially after the end of episode three. Oh my gosh! Like the way episode three ended. Like I just kind of sat there for a minute and I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well. And I will say one of the early reviews that you and I both saw um, that called Wandavision the least marvel marvel thing mm -hmm. that has been put out uh I, I think that may epitomize the benefit of 
what Disney Plus can offer uh, the MCU or uh, honestly any other uh, major franchise that Disney owns. Um, it it yeah. is that if you are dealing with something like Marvel that has traditionally been only big blockbuster movies and had to conform to those time limits, had to conform to the storytelling methods that worked within that two and a half, maybe best case scenario, three hour max. Um, now you're given the opportunity to tell longer form stories that can take risks right. that would never have worked in such a condensed form. I mean, even in just the first no. three episodes of WandaVision so far, we're already mm -hmm. seeing storytelling uh, options and, and uh, things that they're doing that even if you wanted to try to clump it all together and uh, put it into a single uh, movie, there's no way this would ever work with an audience as one massive installment it just it doesn't it doesn't flow the same way and in all honesty something like wandavision does feel maybe too weird to be able to get that mass theatrical appeal versus uh, a series that can be a lot stranger and a lot more niche but appeal to a wider audience because you have that time to process and accept that, hey, this is strange as fuck, but, you know, maybe it works. Yeah, yeah, by episode yeah. three, four, five, yeah, no, this definitely works. Right, and that's, dude, and that's something that's been so... I guess rewarding to see is how much of a risk they are taking with WandaVision. Because like you said, this is the most not Marvel Marvel thing that Marvel has ever done. Like this is this is all about storytelling. This is all about character development. This is all about keeping you in the dark as to what's going on and completely and totally mind fucking you to the point of like I, I don't know what's happening, but I want to see what happens next because I want to know what's happening. And yeah. not giving us everything at once, giving us small, small, small storyboard reveals, giving us small, you know, hints of maybe what could be going on or what we think is going on, giving yeah. us stuff that we can speculate on what's going on, but maybe it is, maybe it isn't, we don't know. Like, it's the, it's the great, it's the great thing that they're doing is really letting us, the audience, kind of let our imaginations run wild and we're speculating what's going on. We don't yeah, know what's absolutely. going on. But how many, like, how many people have you talked to that are watching it that are like, well, maybe this is what this is what I think is happening, and maybe they're on, maybe they're in the same ballpark that that you think is what's going on, or maybe they're on a completely fucking different planet. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, the show definitely is uh, doing its damnedest to try to set up what looks like the obvious story that they uh, that they're drawing inspiration from, but. I mean, the, the showrunners have already said that this is not going to be what you think it's going to be. Uh, so yeah. that, that that makes me kind of want to step back and go, wait. Okay, so if I think this is the story they're pulling from, and I think this is what they're trying to do, but they're already saying that that's not what's happening here, 
Yeah. Is there something I'm missing? It it makes me want to go back and look at the uh, the fine details more. Look at the, look at the what's happening in the background. Look at the the small references and the way that those references are brought in, and try to figure out uh, what story exactly are they trying to tell. And, and I I, yeah. I love it. Well, even that too. Like if you've noticed in the credits. Um, all of the different comic artists and comic writers that have been credited on this yeah, span so many different story arcs for these characters. But, like, they're pulling inspiration from all of them and putting them in here. So we, like, even based off of that, we don't totally know where it's going. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think that that's another really good thing is that shows like this are able to... Uh, pull inspiration from enough different sources rather than just the one or two sources that you need to create a movie that now when you do have new fans that are brought in because of one of these shows uh, there is more opportunity for those fans to be sent to multiple uh, runs of a given comic or character uh, in order to be able to understand not only the show, but the whole history that they have now been turned on to. Like, the Miss Marvel series. Uh, yes, this is one of the newer, semi-newer characters in, in the, the grand scheme of Marvel Comics, but at the same time, there's been enough that's happened with her that they have the potential to pull in several different storylines for the sake of one season that new fans that have never heard of Kamala Khan before could be sent to, you know, uh, like five, six, eight different storylines that would then uh, have them go into their local comic book store and try asking, hey, um, one, can you point me in the direction of the latest Miss Marvel comic? And two, uh, do you have this, this, and this story uh, that I can try to read? You know, that that is right. something that the movies could never really accomplish in the same fashion. Right. Yeah, and I think, look, I think this is, it's it's so funny that, like, we're saying this is such a brilliant way to do the, the, the storytelling. When this template's already been there in, in printed form for almost a century, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is how comics were released for the longest time, was one issue at a time, one part of the story at a time, and you read it as a bigger picture kind of thing, and you get basically just snippets of the story as you're going. Mm. Right? And, like, I think I think what's really brilliant is, is that Marvel has completely and totally unapologetically, like... They didn't just dip their toe in to see what the kind of audience reaction was going to be. They dove fucking headfirst in. Oh, yeah. Knowing that they got the storytellers to do it, that they can do it in a compelling way and they can keep everybody hooked and they can keep everybody wanting to see more. Yeah. Like, you know, cause you got to think, because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was a pretty fantastic series, right? And that's oh, yeah. one that kind of yeah. gets lost in the shuffle because it was originally said that it was part of the MCU. Then at some mm -hmm. point they said, well, they're not connected. Mm. So it kind of falls, it fell off the rails as to where it actually fit into the Marvel, you know, the MCU greater, and if it still did by the time it ended. Um, and even the Netflix series, the Netflix series did a good job of doing their individual storytelling, mm. but 
they would just kind of make references to like the greater MCU and there was really no actual connection to them at all. Like this this is like this series Mm-hmm. WandaVision is the driving force for everything that's about to happen over the next four to five years with Phase 4. Yeah. Like, Mar- Marvel is storytelling... Marvel is doing a storytelling bet on two characters in a sitcom. Yeah, and I, I will say... When Marvel came in... And took the genre of comic book movies. Um, and they tried to revolutionize the idea. You know, because that that had been around since, you know, Batman and Superman and all that. And that was great. Um, but, you know, they, they came in with... Batman wasn't great. <laughs> they, they came in with... Um, you know, X-Men and tried to revolutionize the idea of it. And then uh, the proper MCU came in then with Iron Man and completely changed it up so that comic book movies were not just a genre. They had subgenres to it. They, they had nuance. And as the MCU expanded, it continued to expand on that type of storytelling and the subgenres that could be connected to it. And what we're seeing now with Disney Plus is they're doing it again, where they're coming in and trying to revolutionize uh, comic book story uh, storytelling for the screen one more time, and they're trying to serialize it, uh, like proper serialize, not just uh, you know, as in like a connected cinematic universe, but you know, a show, and change the storytelling in a way that fits that. And if they can accomplish this, then there are so many other possibilities that can come out of that for the industry at large. I mean, yes, through Disney, Star Wars and their shows, sure, that's a given. But, I mean, think about what Warner Brothers, uh, well, I guess technically AT&T, uh, can learn uh, for uh, if they wanted to do this uh, something like this with their DC heroes and not just through the CW. Uh, think about what uh, Sony could learn uh, about if they wanted to do a Spider-Man show uh, that maybe they could pick up on and try to do without Disney having to direct them to say, this is how you do a Spider-Man show. You know, that maybe they could actually learn the lesson properly in-house. Who knows? But I think this is setting up a template uh, f- that could be wider spread, even beyond comics. Uh, you know, this could be spread to uh, novel-inspired series. This could be spread to anime-inspired series. You know, something that uh, could have massive ramifications on new digital uh, media. So I think you're going in the right direction with that. I think my only pushback to that would be is I don't know if anybody's going to have... Hmm. How do I say this colorfully? The balls. I was about to say, uh, since (laughs) when have we worried about uh, how colorful we are right now? That's that's fair. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to. 
yeah, I don't know if anybody is going to actually have the balls to actually do long form storytelling in that manner, right? Like, I think I think people 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 are going to say the obvious, which is, oh, Marvel can do it because they're Marvel. They've got Disney money and this and that. But in in all actuality, I think it's a I think there's a different question to ask is how many people can actually do this style of storytelling and do it successfully? And I don't just mean money-wise, I mean actually good storytelling-wise, how many of them could do it? I think... I think if Netflix could take the lesson that Disney is putting out there and implement it for their shows, that would be uh, one that would be able to connect the rest of the industry to this and say, okay, this is doable uh, for more things. Um, the other one I think might actually have a chance uh, is, uh, uh, what is it? The, uh, the new uh, Paramount uh, service that, that's the, essentially the rebranding yeah, yeah, of yeah, CBS All Access. Um, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 so they could do that with Star Trek. Because, uh, I mean, they're already kind of doing it with Star Trek, but if they did it, if they took these lessons and expanded it beyond just Discovery and Picard, but they went in and said, hey, uh, maybe there is interest, we could do more Star Trek series. We could do a Star Trek expanded universe and have that as like a multi-production thing and not just one or two shows at a time. Um, it, it, I think they might be one of the only other ones that are currently in a position uh, to do this in a way that everybody else could take note of outside of Netflix. Uh, because I think you you may be onto something there that Disney has you know, Disney money, uh, that is going to be a bit intimidating for a lot of other production studios to try to replicate if there isn't a, you know, proof that it's doable for everybody else. Well, so I think, I don't necessarily think it's just Disney money, which I think you're a hundred percent right. There's, there's, there's fucking Disney money there, but I think yeah. it's also the fact that Marvel has time and time again, proven that whenever they take a risk, it always pays off. Right, sure. like story. Whenever they take a storytelling risk, whenever they do something that is supposedly outside the norm of what the industry is doing, they're successful. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Has Netflix, Netflix say that? <laughs> Not currently. Although after Can all this time, that? they uh, they did announce that they're finally uh, about to break even in their total earnings uh, to be able to saw that, yeah. uh, go into the black on their uh, uh, th their earnings sheets uh, every year and stop yeah, having to take out these extensive loans just to keep making shows. Yeah. So, but that's... You know, unfortunately, it's... It's it's Marvel being Marvel, right? Like, well, yeah. I don't want to say unfortunately, but it's, it's literally... Oh, well, fucking... <laughs> Every time you do something that's supposed to be different outside the norm and we think that it's going to be risky, it's fucking fantastic. So, yeah, we're just... Fuck it, we're along for the ride at this point, Marvel. Well, I mean... Whatever you guys do. Disney's Investor's Day had more than just Marvel shows and more than Star Wars shows. Yep. I mean, yes, Marvel yep. shows and Star Wars shows, if they both turn out to be successful, that could, people could easily call that a fluke. But, I mean, sure. we have, like, Disney proper... 
uh, properties that are coming to uh, Disney Plus as shows. You have um, yep. National Geographic that is putting out shows, uh, you know, in this same format. Uh, with their ownership percentage over Hulu, uh, Disney's going to be doing this with Hulu-specific shows uh, like The Handmaid's Tale and other more adult offerings uh, that uh, can try to take some of these ideas and put them into play. Um, I, I, I think it, if Disney is going to be the driving factor for this, it's going to take a couple years if nobody else jumps on uh, the bandwagon uh, for these kind of format changes before everybody else catches on. I, yeah. But... I mean, they're doing it. Uh, Disney's doing it enough all at once that hopefully won't be that long before they figure it out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. Look, I think, I think they're really, they're really setting the tone for what looks like what they, and I don't just mean Marvel. I mean Disney wants to do in terms of long form storytelling on Disney mm-hmm. Plus, which is awesome. You know, this is the this is the starting step for. God, who knows? Maybe a plan that they've got planned out for ten years, fifteen years. Sure. Like, who's to say how long this is gonna go? Who's to say, you know, halfway through phase four when they started when stuff starts leaking for phase five that they don't start announcing more Disney Plus series that are gonna tie into phase five. Yeah. Like, or what if what if phase five goes completely? Disney Plus long form storytelling with only maybe like a couple of Avengers movies and that's it. I mean, yeah, there is always the possibility that even uh, with the money in the bank uh, from the uh, Marvel movies that proves that it's perfectly fine uh, to keep doing these movies. Maybe Disney yeah. ends up getting to a point where they feel burnt out of the big blockbuster releases and they want to minimize that and expand on shows so that they can either save on production cost or just uh, focus on other things for the big theatrical releases. I, I, I don't yeah. know. That, that, I, that might actually be a realistic possibility. Yeah, because I mean, because, well, so if you think about it, Phase 4 will be the first phase in the MCU to not have an Avengers movie. Yep, so far. Yeah. So, what if this is their way of saying, okay, so now we're doing individual storytelling now. Mm-hmm. Now what if in a couple of years we get the announcement, hey, you know what? And of course this is just speculation and this is me just throwing shit out there because mm. I like to do that from time to time just so I can be like, oh, hey, let's go back and let's look on this date when I said this shit five years ahead of time. Aren't I a fucking genius? <laughs> um... But, I mean, who's to say that this isn't what they shift to, right? Because we keep hearing about it from all of these people in the movie industry, from Spielberg to Scorsese to all these... Well, these are just, like, roller coasters. These aren't real films, right? Like, these are just event movies. This isn't real cinema. Blah, 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 blah. Fucking hard jerk-off motion. Okay, guys. Like, what if what if Marvel just says, you know what? Okay, we'll play by your rules then. We're going to pull everything back. We're going to put it on our streaming service. We're going to run six to ten episode series for the individual characters. And then you guys will only see us once every two or three years with an Avengers movie. Like, it would be how much would that flip the... How much would that flip the industry on its head if they did something like that? 
it would be very interesting. It also, uh, I'd also be very interested to see the 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 finances behind that uh, to find out if by do making that move, if somehow Disney is actually able to make more money that way than they do uh, just with constant box offices, uh, based right. on you know. Uh, now you're dealing with theatrical scarcity uh, rather than theatrical burnout. So maybe instead of people going uh, and seeing, you know, uh, the Avengers movies or uh, any of the other movies, you know, once with a, you know, the only the dedicated fans going to see two or three times. What if now most people end up going for repeat viewings at the theater? You know, whenever the theater is a thing again. Which it will be soon, damn it. Yeah. We'll see. And then that's the other thing. That's the other thing, too, is the only way for this to work is for streaming services to not get things same day as same day as theater release. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think a lot of this, uh, a lot of the... The bit of speculation we're actually putting in here versus the uh, the, the actual storytelling breakdown uh, of how this progressed, I, I think the only way the, the speculation parts of this actually play out is if we do ever get back to a point where uh, theatrical viewing is a realistic option again for most people. Because if we never really get back to that point, or at least not to uh, a level close to what it used to be then that th that kind of puts an end to most of uh, the speculating that we've done because now the streaming has to become the primary source of uh, content consumption for this stuff so I, maybe they won't have a choice I mean, but to do one or two theatrical releases uh, and everything else has to be streaming because now it's no longer profitable to uh, keep doing theatrical releases like every year. Yeah, look, I, I, I understand that there's a pandemic going on and I understand what's going on outside in the world. Sure. I went and saw several movies in theaters this year. Oh, sure. But I mean, how empty were the theaters? I went and saw theaters. Though? Uh, yeah, so, like, that's that's the thing, is, is there probably wasn't anybody within... Uh, me and Kylo went and saw Tenet, and I will tell you right mm -hmm. now, there probably wasn't even anybody within, like, four or five rows of us. Yeah. And, I mean, if that remains the norm, even if it's just for, you know, the next year, two years, whatever, uh, profitability for theatrical releases uh, goes through the floor. Like, it, well, it, it really disincentivizes uh, directors from trying to do big theatrical releases like uh, what Marvel does. Well, I don't know if you saw, but AMC's stock is bouncing back as of this morning. Yeah, but, I mean, the the story behind that was also the same thing uh, with the GameStop stock. Uh, you know, it's hey, the Wall Street, hey, uh, hey, you shut your whore mouth. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Theaters are going to be coming back. It's it's the well I'm I'm not talking theaters in general I'm mean AMC specifically it, it's that Wall Street bets uh, subreddit it, for whatever reason the same people on there that love GameStop also really love AMC specifically and they're they're Which I doing will... whatever they can to give a big fuck you to the short sellers uh, that were doing this trying to do the same thing with AMC short selling as they were uh, GameStop. And how long that's will, going to hold will, up, don't know. 
<laughs> and I will tell you right now, just not to go off on a tangent, but I never thought that anybody on Reddit would say that they loved GameStop. I think anybody <laughs> on the internet would say they loved the GameStop. Internet, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually a good point too. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think we have a lot of options. Uh, I I think the like you uh, you and I have definitely uh, pointed out and I, I especially uh, the stuff that you've uh, talked about um, these storytelling opportunities to that these Disney plus shows are presenting to get more long form more in line with the type of long form stories you know like the really long form stories that the individual comics give. You know, the, those multi-gear stories, if you really wanted to. Um, I, I think that has a lot of promise. And what we're yeah. already seeing is definitely showing that they're not shying away from that. They're they're leaning hard into it. No, yeah. And look, I'll tell you right now, Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie. Like, yeah. outside of the... Like, it's, it's my favorite Marvel movie. Part of it being because it is a political thriller and it's a you don't know who to trust and mm-hmm. it has the very espionage feel to it if they take that format and they put that on falcon and the winter soldier and they basically make it like a weekly six episode spy show with superheroes fucking sign me up all day every day mm-hmm. yeah like the amount of like the amount of things that they can do with this form of storytelling and the way that they can do them, I like it's it's going to open up so many doors for them to just basically have fun and do whatever the fuck they want. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I now that I'm we're done with that. <laughs> so speaking of WandaVision and the Disney Plus series, uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where do you think it's going? Okay, so spoiler alert for, like, the next, <laughs> let's call it three minutes, uh, since there's only so much to uh, work off of right now. Uh, but, yeah, l- let's yeah. say three minutes on the clock. Spoilers, spoilers uh, right now. Spoilers. Skip ahead. Spoilers. All the spoilers. Skip ahead three minutes if you don't uh, want WandaVision spoiled for you right now. Uh, for the first three episodes, at least. Uh, and... Yeah. Go. Okay, so I... I mean, obviously, they're leaning towards the House of M, uh, Avengers Disassembled story. I mean, very clearly, that that is what they are trying to set up right now. But because of the way that the showrunners are saying that, you know, they're not doing the obvious thing here and that they were pulling uh, inspiration from the Visions series, you know, uh, short series, I I think that would be... I don't honestly know. Uh, I mean, they're, they're clearly pushing in uh, one direction, but I, I don't I don't know. So here's here's my only problem with that. With I understand that they're saying that Visions was the main source of inspiration for this. Hmm. But if you notice, everything that happens in this world, everything that happens is because she's doing it. Yeah. Like, she isn't... It, the hints that they're laying right now and the groundwork that they're laying right now is that she is 100% in control of everything that's going on. Yeah, no, episode two and three are definitely uh, making that look like the case. Especially with, especially, well, especially at the end of episode one. If you remember the end of, at the end of episode one where his boss is laying there choking 
and like he's looking at her like oh my god like i need to help him i need to help him and then she finally tells him vision save him and then that's when he actually goes and does it yeah like what the hell i i don't know honestly uh i mean it feels like uh because i do know that uh there was a deleted scene from endgame uh that was like a, a add-on to the ending uh, that was supposed to be a direct tie-in to WandaVision. Um, mm -hmm. And, I mean, maybe this has something to do with, uh, you know, a, a part of Vision uh, jumping over and fusing with Wanda uh, during uh, the ending of Infinity Wars. Uh, and that, that somehow is causing this in his semi-resurrection i don't know um and, and if they don't want to go in the avengers disassembled house of m direction uh I, I i would be very curious to see what other outside influences are messing with wanda That's, to create this if it's yeah. not just a hundred percent her if something is influencing her to do this without her realizing it i don't know uh yeah. but I'm, I'm very intrigued yeah, look, I, I just, I'm, that's the big seconds. thing right now. Yeah, that's the big thing right now is, thank you, um, is, is is she being influenced to do this, or is she doing it all, because she's doing it. She is 100% doing it, and it seems like everybody around her, like Agnes and Herb and all of them, it seems like they know they're not supposed to be there, or something's up, or they're trapped, or whatever. Mm. But I just, it, uh, they're, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. What, end of spoilers. On? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the fact that he was a ghost the whole time. I mean, <laughs> and by he, we mean Bruce Blew Banner. my goddamn mind. Now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no because I meant. remember, I meant, it, at the end of Endgame, I meant Bruce Hawkeye Willis. killed Bruce. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, I meant, sorry. I meant Bruce. My bad. That that's yeah. uh that, that that was um Secret Wars number 2. My bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I meant I meant uh I meant Bruce Willis there, Brad. Ah, oh, well. Yeah. Sorry. I I keep forgetting that you're you're uh, uh, a Shalomalan fan. Which I mean, yeah. I I'll, I I I can't even give the guy crap because at this point he, he's got like a 50-50 a uh, success rate uh, with his plot twists. Well, <laughs> bullshit. It is more than 50-50. Dude, I saw half of uh, the plot twists for his movies coming. The other half got me, it, but no, it, it's it's about a 50-50 success rate with, so with which his one, plot which twists. So one, which ones did you see coming? Which ones did you see coming? Um... So I saw uh, the village. I, I saw the village coming. Um, I saw Lady in the Water. Uh, and I mean, as much of a twist as you want to call um, Glass, I, I, I more or less saw that, uh, uh, but like I say, you can't. I'm not even sure if you can call that one a twist because it. it no, it, it's, I don't think so. Yeah, 
But no, I, I, I mean, I, and, oh yeah, that stupid, um, the, the Wahlberg one, uh, the happening. happening didn't really have a twist though. Uh, well, happening and signs, both the, what qualifies for their twists. I, I saw those coming too. Like that, that, yeah. yeah I don't think signs had one. But I mean, obviously, the sixth sense, obviously, unbreakable. Yeah. Obviously, split. Yeah. Split. Uh, I don't think split anybody got saw me. split coming. No, split got me. Um, uh, sixth sense got me. Uh, unbreakable got me. And when we when we talk about the twist and split, we are not talking about Anya Taylor Joy being spared because she's been abused and everything like that no 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 it, it's the the location <laughs> the yeah the, the whole the whole yes. premise of uh you know where this is taking place and what it connects to exactly yeah the 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 twist and a half <laughs> yeah I, yeah yeah so yeah, no, I, I, I think, and we're, we're not even going to bother acknowledging the bastardization of an adaptation he did. Uh, I'm not, not saying the, uh, which one, that, that even uttering the fact that he did that, I, I consider it to be a, a, a curse at this point. I, I never saw it, and I never saw nope. the anime, so, yeah, good. Wait, uh, ba ba back up the fuck? What? What? Back up the fuck! What? What? what, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you haven't I never seen saw what? Avatar. No, 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 the the second half of that. I second half seen of that Avatar? statement. Or the last Airbender. Anime, the the show. Oh, you, you haven't fucking seen the show? Are you kidding me? Yeah. What? What? How? Yeah. How? How are you and I friends and you've not seen that? How have I not, like, forced that on you yet? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know. Might as well start calling you Harvey with the way you force things on me. Let's be honest. Jeez. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. <sighs> I mean, I guess... <laughs> Better than Louis C.K.? Uh, I mean, was anybody really actually harmed in what Louis C.K. was doing? I mean, I, I think uh, th there were a couple of plants that would uh, be willing to argue with that one. That's very fair. That's very <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh, but guys, uh, we, we, we are about out of time, so thank you so much for joining us. Um, as always... If this is your first ch uh, chance to join us, uh, thank you. It's odd that this was your uh, the one you chose to sit through, but uh, good right. on you. Um, if you are uh, new to us, you can always check out the rest of our interviews, live shows, and now audio exclusives over on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And if you want to be able to check mm -hmm. out the videos for for our interviews and live shows, you can check those out over on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, so 
check out any, all of them. Do not forget to follow, like, subscribe, uh, whichever terms that platform prefers. Uh, and mm. please be sure to share us with your friends. We would love to be able to get more people into this, uh, be able to get them into the uh, conversations down in the comments, wherever the comments exist for the platform you're looking at. And uh, yeah, yeah, we, we'd love to have you back for the next episode. So thank you guys. Yeah. yeah. And until next time, as always, I'm Brad. That's Mike. We're Dallas Geek. And And we're we're better than you. And we know it. No, 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 no. We're better than this. Not necessarily better than them, but we're we're better than this. Right. I mean, I like to think we are. Uh, it depends on the day, really. Fair. Okay. Yeah. But seriously, until next time. Guys, bye everybody. See ya.